Welcome to the pay-per-view edition of the PBWF, the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, presented to you by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast, the show that is for the fans, by the fans. I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher. Follow me at PBW, or sorry, me, at Chris Belcher 24 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The show is at PBW Podcast on those platforms. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Andy York. Andy... You can tell them right now, buckle your seatbelts. This is going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one, and it's going to be a longer one uh, for this one because we both have kind of said that <laughs> this is going to be a long pay-per-view for both of us, yep. it's just the way things have kind of fallen. So uh, right off the bat, just a disclaimer, an asterisk by mine, Yep. because yes, I only have four matches on the card. One is a 30-man rumble. That's going to take some time. So the other three are not going to be as detailed as normal. Doesn't mean that they're going to be like two-minute Two second squash matches, right? But you just have to use your imagination to fill exactly. in the blanks on the matches because, you know, as it's, it's it's just it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, listen, like we're trying to wrap up stories here. We're getting towards the end, man. Yep. This is month number four. We're coming or two thirds of the way through officially. Yep. So we're coming down the home stretch. We're starting to wrap up stories. We got to build some stories heading into the last month as well. And sometimes that looks different when you do pay-per-views especially when you have a rumble because let's be honest your rumble is not just a rumble where guys are going to get in there and throw each other out stuff's going to happen yep like you're going to have to pay attention you're going to know what's going to happen yeah so that's going to be a thing but then your other matches you know, they're meaningful but at the same time it's like okay there might be a bigger point somewhere else yeah like you know what i mean like this is one of those where like the matches mean something but they're not as important as the rumble itself. Sure. So like that's been that's been the hard like this month has been the hardest month for me to book because of the rumble. Right. Because <laughs> like I can't build to like a crescendo at the pay per view because right there's not going to be one. The, the only the only non title match I have on here is Seth and Kevin Owens and that, I've been building that since day one. Day one basically sure. month one. So yep. Um, which you know we'll get there. Yeah. So th- it's it's just it is what it is. It's one of those where. You have to sacrifice some matches to do. Now, if this was like an actual show where we had the time to flesh out everything and, you know. We had three hours? Yeah. Like, then, oh, man, I could have a lot of fun with all these matches, but we don't have that luxury. So right. we're trying to squeeze it into at least, my my goal is 40 minutes okay. I mean, that's, and we're good. That's not horrible. I mean, no. We, TVs, we do 30-minute time limit, and, you know, pay-per-views, we might go a little longer. So 40 minutes is not not terrible. I'm going to try to make it shorter than my first pay-per-view was. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. That. Your first one was like 50-something, I yeah. think. Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. No big deal. We were working at the Kings on that one. We, 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 certainly done it we certainly were. All right. Let's get into it, man. Let's not waste any more time. Again, if you like what you're hearing at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast, because that is where you will get this exclusive audio-only version of the PBWF. So, Hit that subscribe button. Give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate it. All right. Mayhem Brand is up first. Wait no longer for Let's Rumble. And no time limit. Uh, I'll set you a timer. Thank if you, you, though. If, <laughs> I would prefer to want, have a timer just so I can... So you can see where you're yeah. at. Okay. I'll set uh, you a timer so you can see where you're at. But no timer that we're keeping a record of yeah. here. So Mayhem is up. Let's Rumble. Here we go. So 
Hello everyone and welcome to Let's Rumble. Tonight we find out who will be fighting for the World Championship at the end of the line pay-per-view. But first, we are starting off with breaking news. Earlier today, Pat McAfee was once again jumped from behind, as you can tell what our first match is, jumped from behind by MJF in the parking lot. He was taken to a local hospital, and hopefully we will have an update on him as soon as possible. But first, we are starting off with a rivalry that has turned personal very quickly. Seth Rollins is making his way out to the ring. He is obviously not 100% after all of the beatdowns he has had from Revision, the new Revision, uh, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and Triple H. And we also got to remember a couple weeks ago he was attacked by the man in the mask that we don't know who his identity is. Forgot about that. He got jumped. He got beat up. So he is in a very, very bad way. He gets in the ring. He is ready for this fight. He's not even dancing. He's ready. Kevin Owens is making his way out to the ring. This match is not going to be for the faint of heart because these two men just have disdain for each other. They do not like each other. He is walking to the ring, but Seth comes flying through the middle rope and takes the fight to Kevin Owens early. Seth is chasing Kevin around the ring, but when he catches him, Kevin hits him with a low blow. The bell has not rung yet, so this match hasn't even started. Kevin Owens is motioning to the ramp, and out comes Samoa Joe, and the two men pull Seth over to the announce table, but Seth starts to fight out of it. He hits a super kick on Joe before hitting a buckle bomb onto Kevin Owens, onto the barricade. He doesn't hurt his shoulder. Seth grabs Kevin Owens, but from the crowd, that the man in the mask is back, and he goes right after Rollins, and he's beaten down on Rollins. He rolls Seth in the ring, but Seth is back on the attack. He somehow rips the mask off, and it's, it's Chris Jericho. What is Chris Jericho doing here? Seth is highly confused, but he uh, eats the Judas effect as Kevin Owens gets back in the ring. Triple H is now at ringside. He's yelling at the referee to ring the bell. The ref has no choice. The bell rings. Kevin Owens covers him. One, two, three. Kevin Owens gets, I guess, the victory here tonight, but he had a lot of help with Chris Jericho making his debut here on Mayhem. The three men continue to beat down on Seth Rollins after the match is over. They pull him out of the ring. They lift him up, and they hit him with a shield powerbomb through the announce table. Seth is in a bad way as everyone else is celebrating in the ring. Chris Jericho is here on Mayhem and has joined Triple H's revision. FYI, before we move on any further, there has been a trade made, just so everybody's aware. Yep. Um, the other side of that trade will be revealed at some point. Yeah, but, but Jericho is officially on Mayhem. Jericho is officially on Mayhem. Wow, didn't see that one coming. All right. <laughs> Backstage, we cut backstage and we see William Regal busting out of his office furious and he gets stopped by Renee Young and he says, Mr. Regal, do you have anything you'd like to say about Triple H and his boys attacking Seth once again? Regal says, Triple H thinks he can outsmart me? Well, next week they will learn what happens when you defy me. And we cut back to the ring. Here comes Bailey, the number one contender for the PBWF Women's World Championship. She is looking to get that title on her hands from the champion. 
Becky Lynch, who is making her way to the ring. As the smoke fills the arena, she is walking out with the championship in her hand in the air. She is making her way to the ring. She gets into the ring as the bell rings. And Bailey and Becky lock up immediately. Becky shoots Bailey off the ropes, takes her down with a drop kick. Becky stays on the attack early and goes for the Beck Sploder, but Bailey turns it into a pile dr- or turns it into a DDT. She pulls Becky up, goes for the pile driver, but Becky reverses it into a Hurricane Rana. Bailey bounces off the ropes and directly into a manhandle slam. She uh, tries to lock in the disarmor, but Bailey blocks it and hits her with the rose plant out of nowhere. Covers her one. Two, Becky kicks out the last second. And when she kicks out, she kicks out directly into a disarmor, wrenching back on Bailey's arm. Bailey has absolutely nowhere to go. She's in the middle of the ring. She is screaming. She is yelling. And Becky forces Bailey to tap out. Becky Lynch wins and retains the PBWF Women's World Championship here tonight. And I told you these matches are going to be quick. We cut backstage and we see CM Punk making his way to the ring and he is stopped when he is standing face to face with John Cena. Ooh. And, and Cena just looks at him and he just simply says, good luck, good luck tonight, Punk. And Punk just kind of stares at him and walks by him, hits him with his shoulder as he walks to the ring. Here comes CM Punk to the ring, fighting for the Men's World Heavyweight Championship tonight against John Moxley. This thing has turned very personal and very violent very quickly. These two men have brawled basically in every arena we've been in the last couple weeks. They have brawled all over the place. Punk is in the ring. He is ready for the champion. John Moxley is making his way out to the ring. He is not even talking to a crowd. He is just making a beeline for the ring. He jumps over the barricade, throws the belt at Justin Roberts, get in the ring, and the two men just start hockey fighting in the middle of the ring as the bell rings. Quickly, Punk gets the advantage and applies a cross face onto John Moxley. He is wrenching back on Moxley's face and his arm. Mox finally gets to the bottom rope, but Punk rolls Mox through and directly into an anaconda vice. Punk is pulling hard on his arm, pulling back very hard. But Mox breaks free and somehow applies a rear naked choke onto Punk. That's how Punk lost in his UFC fight, and he's holding very tightly. He's about to, he's trying not to tap out. Um, he's trying to get out of it, but Mox continues to tighten it more and more. Somehow Punk pushes off the ropes and tries to roll Moxley up, but Mox rolls it through and nails him with a paradigm shift, covers him one, two, Punk kicks out the last second. Punk is set up to eat another paradigm shift, but when he gets lifted up, he somehow reverses it, picks up Mox, hits the GTS onto John Moxley. He covers him. One, two, oh, he kicked out again. Punk goes for the roundhouse kick, but Mox kicks his other knee out directly into another paradigm shift. He holds on. He doesn't break his hold, rolls through, hits a third paradigm shift, covers him. One, two, three. John Moxley retains the PBWF championship here tonight. And we know that he is going to keep a very close eye on what happens tonight in the Rumble as is his potential opponent at the end of the line pay-per-view. Just give me one second. All right. <laughs> yeah, please use your imagination, folks. Yes. Those were three solid good matches, I'm we just, sure. We just had to... Well, the first one was what it was. <laughs> the first one was what it was. That's right. Uh, i got to find it. 
There we go. I have my Rumble playlist now. Completely different. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> so uh, we cut backstage and we see Triple H walking through the halls with his boys. And all of a sudden, Wardlow steps into frame and is nose to nose with Triple H because those two boys got big noses. And they say, <laughs> <laughs> and Wardlow says, you think you can keep getting away with this, Hunter? Your reckoning is coming soon. And I promise you, I will be front row when it happens. And he just pushes past all four men and we cut to the ring where we see Justin Roberts in the middle of the ring and he is going over the rules to this match you know the only way to be eliminated is both feet or going over the top rope both feet hitting the floor winner gets a chance at the championship at the end of the line pay-per-view but he says but we have a special guest and now a ring a commentator for this match Pat McAfee is not here tonight the commentator is our general manager, William Regal, who is still fuming about what happened earlier tonight, is making his way to the ring, and he joins uh, Michael Cole on commentary. And so now we are going to find out who drew lucky, unlucky number one. Bullet Club. And it is the leader of the Bullet Club, Finn Balor, making his way to the ring he drew number one, but let's be honest, if anybody can go the distance in this match, it is Finn Balor, who has been in the Final Four before in a Rumble in the past, so let's see if he can get back to that spot once again. And who drew number two? The Bruiserweight Pete Dunne is making his way to the ring. These two men have a long history together in NXT. This one should be a lot of fun. They get into the ring, the bell rings, and Finn and Dunn both look to eliminate each other very quickly. They go back and forth trying to eliminate one another. Dunn is on the ropes. Finn goes for a clothesline but gets met with a drop kick. Dunn goes for the bitter end, but Finn escapes it with a sling blade, taking him down as the next entrant is about to enter the ring. The countdown has begun. Who is going to come in at number three? Here comes Cesaro to the ring. He is flying to the ring. He climbs into the ring and begins to give uppercuts to both Finn Balor and Pete Dunne. Dunne stumbles towards him. Cesaro hits him with a double leg takedown, grabs him by his ankles, and begins to do the Cesaro swing over and over and over again. He lets go. Finn is finally up. Cesaro takes him down, does the Cesaro swing again, but this time he stops. Rolls puts Finn on top of Pete Dunne, grabs both men. He swings both Finn Balor and Pete Dunne at the same time and somehow is able to apply the sharpshooter onto both men. They are screaming in pain as the countdown begins. Cesaro finally relinquishes the hold before the next opponent. Y'all want to go big? Then say that. And here comes Big E to the ring, and he slides in the ring and immediately goes after Cesaro. Um, both men begin to just throw shots at each other, throw punches back and forth. Big E goes for a belly-to-belly, but Cesaro escapes. Tries to go for the Ricola, but Big E escapes and hits Cesaro with a clothesline. Finn Balor is back up, and as Big E tries to hit him with the belly-to-belly, Finn reverses it into a blockbuster in midair. He hits a drop kick on Pete Dunne and Cesaro. Finn Balor is the only man standing in the ring as he is starting to kick down and beat down on other men, on the other guys in the ring.
And here comes Kenny Omega, who is making a beeline yes, for the today. ring. He slides in, and the two men just start going back and forth at it. Finn somehow throws Kenny over the top rope to the apron, but he hits Finn with an enziguri before hitting a springboard drop kick onto Finn. Finn bumps all the way out of the ring under the ropes. He is not eliminated. Big E eats a V-trigger from Kenny Omega. Um, followed by a dragon sleeper suplex. Cesaro comes in, though, and drills Kenny with an uppercut, but turns around into a drop kick from Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne grabs Cesaro, f- grabs his finger, snaps his finger, sending Cesaro screaming into the corner as the next countdown begins. There are bodies everywhere. Nobody cl- has a clear-cut advantage. Wait a minute. Bianca Belair, she's making her way out to the ring, and on commentary, Mr. Regal says, that's right, we said for a world championship, which means that the women are allowed to compete in this Rumble as well, and Bianca Belair hits the ring, comes down to the ring, standing face-to-face with Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne, a look of confusion comes across his face, but before he can do anything, she hits a big boot on him. Pete bounces off the ropes directly into a KOD position. She flips him up and over the top rope to the floor. Pete Dunne has been eliminated by Bianca Belair. Bianca clotheslines both Kenny and Cesaro at the same time before hitting a huge scoop slam onto Big E. Bianca Belair is clearing house here tonight. She is just putting the boots to Big E in the corner. And here comes Jordan Grace to the ring. We have yet to see Jordan Grace and Bianca Belair go at it, and this is something that fans have been wanting for a while. They are face-to-face, and somehow Big E stumbles back to his feet. Grace hits Big E with a forearm as Bianca sends him back with one of her own. Grace picks up Big E and plants him with the Grace driver, and as Bianca comes running towards Jordan Grace... Um, the two women begin to just have a hockey fight in the middle of the ring. Bianca has Grace staggered on the rope, shoots off the ropes for a clothesline, but Grace dodges it, sends her to the apron, over the top rope. Bianca somehow hits an enziguri on Jordan Grace, staggering her, but as she goes to springboard back in the ring, Grace shoves her off the top rope to the floor. Bianca Belair has been eliminated by Jordan Grace, and Jordan Grace is trying to recover as she is starting to go after Cesaro in the corner. Lights go out. And we hear the music play, and the lights come back up, and Malachi Black is in the ring, and he hits a black mass onto Jordan Grace, followed by another black mass onto Cesaro, which sends him flying over the top rope to the floor. Cesaro has been eliminated by Malachi Black. Big E comes running towards Black, but Black dodges and hits a black mass on Big E, staggering him on the ropes. Big E is knocked out. Knocked out of the ropes as Michael, as Malachi Black hits him with a bicycle knee, sending him to the apron. And when Big E gets up, he hits another black mask, dropping him to the floor. Big E has been eliminated from this match. We are just left with Finn, Kenny, Jordan Grace, and Malachi Black are in the ring as contestant number nine is making their way to the ring. And the pure wrestling champion, Keith Lee, is making his way to the ring. And he gets into the ring and immediately goes after Malachi Black. And they're throwing hands. Black hits a huge knee on Keith Lee, shoots off the ropes, but gets caught with a spirit bomb from out of nowhere. Kenny Omega is back in there and hits a V-trigger onto Keith Lee, sending him flying into the corner. Kenny comes flying in for another V-trigger and cracks Keith Lee's jaw with his knee. 
Uh, Malachi Black is back up, and Omega and Black start going at it with each other. But Finn Balor is back in the ring and hits a springboard dropkick, taking out Omega and Malachi Black. Omega bounces off the ropes, though, and hits a V-trigger onto Finn. Omega turns around and eats a black mask from Malachi Black. Everybody in the ring is sort of down. Malachi Black is on one knee as he is waiting for the next opponent to come out. And we know that music, it is Adam, Hangman, Page, and Malachi Black is staring down the ramp. He is waiting for Page to come in. But from behind, Page hits the buckshot lariat on the back of Malachi Black's head. He rolls under the rope, hits another buckshot again on Malachi Black, throws him over the top rope. Malachi Black has been eliminated by Page, and Page turns around and immediately goes after Kenny Omega. They're throwing hands, but uh, Finn Balor is now in. They are taking it to... Uh, Kenny Omega, but they all turn around and eat a clothesline and a uh, body clothesline. I forget what that move is called. From Jordan Grace. I, I, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. You know the move I'm talking about. Grace grabs Kenny and lifts him up for the Grace driver and plants him with it. Finn tries to hit a sling blade onto Jordan Grace, but she catches it and flips it into a huge power bomb. Jordan Grace is now in charge. She is putting the boots to Finn Balor in the middle of the ring. She is over top of him, hitting him. And this loser is making his way to the ring. Jordan Grace is sitting up, standing in the ring. She is motioning him for to get in the ring. But MJF is taking his sweet time. He's walking around the ring. He stops by the commentary table, grabs Michael Cole's water, and just throws it all over William Regal. Uh, while in the ring, Jordan Grace is attacked from behind by Adam Page. Grace is able to get off, get him off, but turns around and eats a huge right hand from MJF with the ring on his finger. He grabs Jordan Grace, sends her flying over the top rope to the floor. MJF has eliminated Jordan Grace here, wow. and he is celebrating in the ring. He kisses his ring as he starts to put the boots to uh, Adam Page in the corner. Which member of the New Day it is? It is Kofi Kingston making his way to the ring. We know Kofi Kingston has a lot of fun when it comes to these rumbles, so it's going to be interesting to see what he has in store for us here tonight. He comes running down to the ring and springboards into the ring and goes right after MJF. Uh, MJF is trying to cover up to avoid Kofi, but finally he hits Kofi with the ring, knocks Kofi completely out. He goes to eliminate him, but from behind, Kenny Omega hits MJF with a forearm and begins to go after uh, MJF. Finn tries to go after Kenny, but Kenny staggers him with a forearm, but then gets caught with a with MJF's ring. Finn Balor drop kicks Kenny over the top rope to the floor. Kenny Omega has been eliminated by Finn mm. Balor. Finn Balor, Keith Lee, Heyman, uh, MJF, and Kofi Kingston are all in the ring trying to compose themselves. What number is this? 13. 13. And the newest member to Mayhem, Chris Jericho, is back after brutally attacking Seth Rollins earlier tonight. And he gets in the ring and immediately hits the Judas effect on Keith Lee, staggering him against the ropes before hitting another one, knocking him out of the ring to the floor. Keith Lee has been eliminated. Heyman comes running towards Jericho but gets sent to the apron. Heyman goes for the buckshot lariat, but Jericho hits him with a code breaker in midair, bouncing him over the top rope to the floor. Heyman Page has now been eliminated, but from behind, MJF hits Jericho with the forearm. MJF is the only man standing in the ring. He is by himself celebrating. He is kissing the ring. 
Yeah. And Pat McAfee is here. We thought he wasn't going to be able to make it, but he is now in the Rumble, and he is booking it down to the ring. MJF is stunned. Uh, MJF comes flying down to the ramp, jumps on the apron, hits the hot shot on MJF, staggering him, and hits a springboard Canadian destroyer on MJF. He grabs MJF, throws him over the top rope to the floor. MJF has been eliminated by Pat McAfee. Some revenge for McAfee here tonight. McAfee turns around and is face-to-face with Finn Balor, and McAfee smiles as he throws up the two sweet, but then kicks Finn in the gut and hits him with a super kick, but from behind, Jericho starts to beat down on Pat McAfee as number 15 is about to make their way to the ring halfway through this rumble at the halfway point. And it is the other half of revision. Samoa Joe, who made an impact earlier tonight, is making his way to the ring. And both Joe and Jericho begin to attack McAfee and Finn Balor. From behind, Kofi tries to jump on Joe, but he just power bombs him out of the ring to the barricade, but Kofi somehow is able to hold on to the barricade. He has not been eliminated. He pulls himself up to the barricade, jumps to the apron, but as he lands on the apron, he gets hit with a huge urinagi from uh, from, uh, Samoa Joe. Kofi Kingston has been eliminated here. Joe and Jericho begin to beat down on Finn Balor and on Pat McAfee. Who is going to be able to get in this ring and stop this team of revision tonight? It looks like they have everything under control. And Miro is making his way to the ring after getting a huge victory over John Cena last week. Miro gets in the ring quickly. Run, or he gets in the ring, goes right after Joe and Jericho. He hits a super kick on Jericho. He dodges Samoa Joe and hits a super... And when he dodges Samoa Joe, Pat McAfee is up and hits a huge super kick onto Samoa Joe. McAfee and Miro are standing face-to-face in the ring. They high-five and hug before they both go after Jericho and Joe. And then Balor is kind of hiding in the corner. They are putting the boots to both of those men. Number 17 is making their way to the ring. And Wardlow is making his way to the ring. The ring is starting to fill up with some big boys now. Wardlow slides into the ring and immediately goes after Samoa Joe. Joe is trying to cover up, but Wardlow is just beating him down. Miro tries to get involved, but Wardlow shoves Miro out of the way. And all of a sudden, Miro doesn't like that. Now Miro and Wardlow are going back and forth, fighting in the middle of the ring. Samoa Joe, Jericho, and Balor jump in and try to beat down on Wardlow and Miro. They are putting the boots to those two big boys. They're trying to even the odds here tonight as entry number 18 is about to make their way to the ring. And Sami Zayn is making his way to the ring. He hits the ring and Sami Zayn, Wardlow, Miro, and McAfee. The baby faces surround Jericho, Samojo, and Balor. And the faces just begin to beat down on those nasty old heels over in the ring. They try to eliminate them, but no one is successful. But they are all standing. They're all starting to beat down on the heels. Everybody is standing, waiting for the number 19 to make their way to the ring. Bobby Lashley is making his way to the ring in a hurry. 
and he slides into the ring and immediately hits a double spear on both McAfee and Finn Balor at the same time. Miro goes to throw a punch, but Bobby dodges it, shoots off the ropes, and spears Miro, grabs him, throws him over the top rope. Miro has been eliminated by Bobby Lashley, as Bobby Lashley is the biggest man and the freshest man in this ring, as he is starting to put the boots to everyone else in the ring. Wait a minute. It can't be. And there goes the pyro. It is. Goldberg is here on Mayhem. He has emerged from the sparklers, blows out the smoke, punches, kicks, doesn't fall down, and he makes his way to the ring and immediately spears Bobby Lashley, followed by spearing Sami Zayn. Finn Balor kind of stumbles back into him and eats a huge jackhammer from Finn Balor. McAfee turns around and is kind of standing face-to-face with Goldberg, <laughs> and he doesn't really know what to do, and then all of a sudden McAfee turns around and Wardlow is now standing there, and Wardlow and Goldberg are now face-to-face, and McAfee's just kind of standing between them, and he slowly backs away and goes to find somebody else to start beating down. <laughs> and Goldberg and Wardlow, the young generation, the new, old generation, are going at it in the middle of the ring. These two beasts are just throwing bombs at each other as number 21 is about to make their way to the ring. And the last part of Revision, who we saw earlier tonight, Kevin Owens is making his way to the ring, and he immediately goes right after Bill Goldberg after their rivalry together in 2016, I believe it was. 17. 17, whatever it was. He starts to go after Goldberg. Bobby Lashley tries to get involved, but Kevin Owens hits a stunner on Lashley, uh, staggering him against the ropes, clotheslines him out of the ring. Bobby Lashley has been eliminated by Kevin Owens here tonight. Revision is standing tall. Mac, uh, Joe, Jericho, and Kevin Owens are putting the boots to everybody in the ring. As number 22 is making their way to the ring, who is going to stop this fully-fledged team here tonight? Well, if there's one man that can stop anybody, it is this man right here, the 16-time world champion, John Cena is making his way to the ring, and he hits the ring and immediately goes after Kevin Owens, Jericho, and Joe. Jericho and Joe start to try to get the upper hand on him, but Cena throws both of them into the corner. Somehow Cena deadlifts both Jericho and Joe up and AAs both of them out of the ring, over the top rope. Samoa Joe and Chris Jericho have been eliminated. Cena goes right after Kevin Owens and the two begin to go back and forth. Balor starts to go after Cena now, but McAfee is back in. McAfee goes after Finn Balor. McAfee and Cena both make eye contact with one another. And then they hit stereo AAs on Finn Balor and Kevin Owens as number 23 is about to make their way to the ring. Finn, uh, McAfee and Cena are celebrating in the ring together. Swerve Strickland is making his way to the ring and he slides in the ring and immediately hits a huge super kick on McAfee followed by a rolling cutter onto Cena. <coughs> Excuse me. Swerve hits Sami Zayn with a huge brain buster. Wardlow grabs Swerve by the neck, lifts him up for a choke slam, but somehow Swerve reverses it into a Canadian destroyer. Swerve turns around and gets speared, though, out of his shoes by Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg is once again standing in the ring. He is beating down everybody. Wow. 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Possibly the greatest entrance theme of all time. Batista is here. The animal has been unleashed on mayhem. And he immediately slides in the ring, dodges Goldberg, and drills him with a spear of his own. Wardlow is back up. He kicks Batista in the gut, goes for a power bomb, but Batista reverses it, has Wardlow up for the Batista bomb, turns around and throws Wardlow out of the ring to the floor. Wardlow has been eliminated by uh, Batista, and Batista turns around and is now standing face-to-face with John Cena, a rivalry that they have had for years throughout WWE. But before they can start going at it, Kevin Owens and Finn Balor begin to attack both men. Batista misses a clothesline on Kevin Owens, who hits him with a stunner. Cena goes for an AA on Kevin Owens, but Finn Balor is in and drop kicks Cena over the top rope. Cena or KO goes for a stunner, but Cena pull, blocks and pulls Kevin Owens to the apron as well. The two men are struggling on the apron, but from the side, Finn Balor is in and drop kicks Cena off the apron to the floor. John Cena has been eliminated. Kevin Owens quickly gets back in the ring before anybody else can come in and do anything to him. John Cena has been eliminated as we wait for entrant number 25 to make their way to the ring. Ooh, getting down to it. And Wade Barrett is making his way to the ring. He is rushing down to the ring and immediately goes after Batista. Those two men go at it. Everybody in the ring is kind of up now, and they're fighting. They're going all over the place as we're kind of moving through this match kind of quickly as we can. As number 26 is starting to make their way to the ring. And CM Punk, who we just saw a little bit ago lose to John Moxley, is looking for revenge here tonight. Uh, Punk jumps on the apron and hits a springboard elbow onto both Wade Barrett and Finn Balor. McAfee runs towards Punk, but he gets caught up for the GTS. When he turns around, though, Goldberg comes in and spears CM Punk out of nowhere. Goldberg gets attacked, though, from behind by Kevin Owens once again, who goes for the stunner, but eats a huge clothesline from Goldberg. Once again, Goldberg is the only man standing in this ring. Everybody else has been beat down. And the ring general, Walter, is making his way to the ring. If you're talking about two big boys that are going to hit each other hard, look no further than these two men right here. Walter gets into the ring, uh, and him and Barrett... Uh, I'm sorry, Walter Yeah, comes into the ring, and him and Barrett immediately go after Goldberg. Walter gets attacked, though, from behind by Batista. Batista and Walter now are trading shots back and forth, but Walter quickly lifts Batista up for a powerbomb. Batista almost gets powerbombed through the mat he hit so hard. Walter grabs Batista, throws him over the top rope to the floor. Batista has been eliminated by Walter here tonight as number 28 is making their way to the ring. And the phenomenal AJ Styles is making his way to the ring. Finn Balor has this smile on his face because some backup is now in here. And he hits the ring immediately and hits a phenomenal forearm onto CM Punk uh, before hitting a Pele kick onto Swerve. He grabs Swerve, throws him over the top rope to the floor. Uh, Swerve has been eliminated. 
Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, and uh, AJ Styles begin to go after all the baby faces in the ring. Punk begins to take the fight to Kevin Owens, lifts him up for a GTS, but Walter comes in and just chops Punk, bouncing him <laughs> off the ropes. Walter lifts him up, throws him over the top rope to the uh, to the apron, and immediately chops him in the chest again, dropping him to the floor. CM Punk has been eliminated here tonight as we are down to our final two competitors. Number 29 is making their way to the ring. And it is Drew McIntyre who has to be the odds-on favorite right now to win this whole thing. Drew McIntyre hits the ring and instantly hits a double Claymore on Walter and Barrett, sending both of them over the top rope to the floor. Wade Barrett and Walter have been eliminated. Drew is now standing face-to-face -face with Goldberg. The two men start to throw punches at each other, but then Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Styles, Sami Zayn, and McAfee, they're all now trying to beat down on the two biggest men in the ring, but immediately they all get thrown off of each other, but they don't go after them. Goldberg and, Walt and Drew McIntyre just start to go back after each other again as number 30 is making their way to the ring. Wait a minute. He's not supposed to be here. This has to this has to be a trick. There's no way that this man is actually Wait a minute. Paul Heyman has emerged on the stage and followed shortly behind him. The tribal chief is here. Roman Reigns is number 30 in this year's Rumble and Drew McIntyre and Goldberg are stunned in the ring. They cannot believe what they are seeing. And he slides into the ring and immediately dodges both Goldberg and Drew McIntyre and hits a double spear on both men. He turns around and is standing face to face with Pat McAfee. Pat drops to a knee and throws up the one. He is acknowledging the tribal chief here tonight. Roman just smiles. But then he lifts Pat up and power bombs him out of the ring and through the announce table. He yells, stay where you belong, Pat. And Pat McAfee has been eliminated. As he turns around, though, he's attacked by Sami Zayn. Sami is attacking him, but Roman grabs him, throws him over his head to the floor. Sami Zayn has now been eliminated by Roman Reigns. AJ Styles runs towards Roman who sends him to the apron. Roman walks towards him, but he eats a forearm from Styles. Styles goes for the phenomenal forearm, but he gets speared in midair. He grabs Styles, throws him over the top rope to the floor. AJ Styles has now been eliminated. Roman Reigns is clearing house here tonight. Roman turns around and eats a huge spear, though, from Goldberg out of nowhere. Goldberg is firing up. He grabs Finn Balor. He lifts him up for a jackhammer, plants him. Kevin Owens turns around and eats a huge spear. Goldberg hits another big boot onto Drew McIntyre. Roman is back up, but eats another huge spear from Goldberg. He has him up, and he's going to throw him out of the ring, but the lights go out in the entire arena. He's got the whole and all of a sudden, a spotlight comes into the middle of the ring, and everybody else has been, everybody else is out of the ring. It's just Goldberg in the He's ring by himself. And he is shocked. He has no idea what's going on. And all of a sudden, on the apron, spotlights start to show up with Malachi Black, Brody King, Buddy Matthews. Julia Hart are all four on the apron. Goldberg is just staring at them. He does not know what's going on. And the lights go out again.
And from the entrance, we see Bray Wyatt himself has emerged with his lantern, and he is making his way to the ring as the following enter the ring and start to beat down on Goldberg. Bray Wyatt is now in the ring. He sets his lantern down, hits a sister Abigail onto Goldberg, throws him over the top rope to the floor. Goldberg has been eliminated, and the lights go out, and they come back up, and everybody is back in the ring. We're down to our final four competitors here. Finn Balor, who has been in from the beginning, uh, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, and Roman Reigns. The four men pull themselves up. And Roman goes right after Drew as Finn goes right after Kevin Owens. Drew comes over, though, and hits a Claymore on Finn. As Kevin Owens tries to attack Drew, though, Drew takes him out with a headbutt. Roman hits a huge Superman punch, though, on Drew, knocking him loopy before clotheslining him out of the ring to the floor. Drew McIntyre has been eliminated. Kevin Owens throws Roman over the top rope and... Tries to eliminate him, but from behind, Finn Balor comes over and shoves Kevin Owens over the top rope to the floor. Kevin Owens has been eliminated. Eliminated. We are down to our final two, Roman Reigns and Finn Balor. Roman quickly hits a Superman punch on Finn, but Finn somehow answers it with a Pele kick, dropping Roman Reigns. Finn climbs to the top rope, goes for the coup de grace, but Roman spears him in midair. He grabs him, goes to throw him out of the ring, but Finn somehow reverses it and sends Roman to the apron. Um, over the top rope to the apron. Finn shoots off the ropes and tries to hit a drop kick on Roman, but Roman catches him and pulls Finn over the top rope to the apron with him. Roman shoves Finn Balor to the ring post, who is now in a bad way. Roman goes for a spear, but Finn Balor leaps over him back into the ring. Roman hits his head on the post, falls to the floor. Finn Balor is your winner here tonight and will challenge for the PBWF World Championship at the end of the line pay-per-view. Roman Reigns, though, making a great appearance here tonight. All the rest of Bullet Club are in the ring celebrating. I don't know if we have a sign for the end of the line, but he points at something and pyro goes <laughs> off everywhere. They're celebrating in the ring. And on commentary, Michael Cole says, we don't know if the Tribal Chief is officially on Mayhem or not. Hopefully, Mr. Regal, you can give us some more information when you join us next week on Mayhem. All right. <laughs> I don't know how long I went, but not long. Just you went. Oh, that's about the limit I wanted, so we're good. Yeah, so you're good. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Man, nice rumble. Very Thank cool you. show. Uh, lots of cool spots. Uh, lots of perfectly timed spots. Thank you. Like the the Goldberg spot, and um, uh, who was the other one? that I thought was so perfectly timed. Oh, Kenny Omega. Mm -hmm. Just like when that countdown starts and the person that I thought of in my head is the one that came yeah. out. I was like, oh, yes, I love it. That's so good. <laughs> like Pat with MJF in the middle there. Pat, oh, yeah, yeah, Pat McAfee. Yeah, that was great. That was really, really good. Um, love Bianca and Jordan Grace being in it. That was yep. cool. Uh, really interesting. Uh, the Wardlow and Triple H big noses comment was <laughs> that popped me. Mind blown with Jericho being the masked man. Yeah. yeah. Like, full disclosure, we made the trade. Yeah. You'll find out the other side later, but that's not who I expected to be the masked man at all. Yep. So that's very cool. He's a part of that whole group now. I also did not expect Finn Balor to come out victorious. Yeah. I was banking on Kevin Owens the whole time. Finn Balor, number one. Very nice. Came out and went. Yep. Very nice. Wire to wire, Finn Balor. All right. 
Good stuff, man. Thank you. Thank you. Very good stuff. I, did, I didn't feel like that was like overdone. I felt like I was, you know, invested the whole time. Good. I didn't want it to get boring. So no, I was no, like, no. I was trying to keep the, the pace up. No, no, it was good. No, I felt invested the whole time. I think we're good. Good. All right. Let's move on to the revolution side. And if you will set me a timer as well, <laughs> just because I want to be cognizant of all that. If I need to skip some stuff, I will. All right. We are going to have an opening package. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, by the way, follow us at BBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you subscribe wherever you find your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all those places. And we do uh, have a current product show on the Bodyslam.net YouTube channel every Friday, so make sure you go check that out and subscribe there. All right, here we go. Revolution presents Living on the Edge. Hello and welcome to the Living on the Edge pay-per-view presented by PBWF Revolution. I'm your host, Tom Hannafin, alongside Corey Graves and the Hall of Famer, JBL. And gentlemen, what a night we have in store for our fans here as all of the championships on the Revolution brand will be on the line. And why don't we kick our night off with one of those matches. Uso! Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The tag team titles are going to be up for grabs first. Here comes the number one contenders, Jimmy and Jay, the Usos. No Roman Reigns, who's been ordered to be here tonight. We haven't seen him in a couple weeks. Don't know where he is. We don't watch the other shows, so if he's shown up there, who knows? But anyway, besides the point, the Usos... Here they come by themselves. No Paul Heyman either getting their shot tonight at the Tag Team Championship. But here they come, coming into the ring by Taz. Members of the Aces and Eights, it's Santana and Ortiz. Bell sounds, we are off and running here. Santana and Jay, uh, Santana, I almost said Jay uh, Ortiz. <laughs> Santana and Jay Uso are the legal men. Starting out hot and heavy here. Jay Uso is really taking it to Santana. Backs him to the ropes. Santana manages to get out of the ring to try to regroup with Taz. Don't think he expected Jay to start out that quick, though. Back in the ring, Jay starts going after him again, but Santana backs to the corner, tags in Ortiz. Ortiz and Jay start to th- slow things down. There's a lockup. Headlock by Jay, shoots him off the ropes, shoulder down, shoulder tackle, drop down, leapfrog, Ortiz going for the drop kick, but he gets chucked over the top rope as Jay catches his feet, chucks him over, here comes Santana, and he gets sent over the top rope as well. You know what's coming now, Jimmy Uso makes a tag, both of the men off the ropes, double big house show dive over the top rope, taking down the tag champs. The Usos are celebrating. The champs get back up. Double super kick. Takes them both back down. Taz is coming over to check on his guys. And why not? Double super kick on Taz. The crowd (laughs) is fired up and really behind the Usos here. Jimmy rolls Ortiz back in the ring. Goes for the pin. Only gets a two count. 
few minutes go by in the match. Jay is now legal with Santana. Jay's been wearing him down with rest holds, but Santana trying to get back in it. He fights out. Jay off the ropes for a clothesline. Santana ducks, goes for a kick. Jay catches the foot. Santana with the insiguri. Tags in Ortiz. Ortiz running senton. Now Ortiz is down on all four. Santana off his back. A huge senton of his own. The cover one, two, but Jimmy is in to make the save. Ortiz still in control. Picks up Jay. Gut wrench suplex, but he flips it into a senton. Pa- sit down powerbomb. Not senton, sorry. Doesn't go for the cover, though. Instead, he heads to the top rope, going for the big splash, but nobody home. Jay rolls out of the way. Both men crawl to make the tag, and Jimmy and Santana are now legal. Jimmy with a huge flying clothesline, and another one on Santana. It's a flying clothesline on Ortiz, taking him to the outside. Santana gets up, spins Jimmy around, goes for the punch. Jimmy blocks it. Huge uppercut. Rocks Santana. Jimmy shoots him off the ropes, tosses him into the air, catches him. Pop up Samoan drop. The cover one, two, Ortiz back in to make the save. Few more minutes go by. They're jockeying for position. A grueling bout here. Both men make the tag into the corners. Jay Uso and Ortiz are officially the legal men. Ortiz charges in, but he's met with a huge super kick by Jay Uso. Santana trying to get back involved, but Jimmy is in, and he gets hit with a super kick, taking him out. Both Usos are not heading to the top rope, looking for the double Uso, but Taz causing a distraction, so Jimmy dives to the outside and takes Taz out. Jay leaps up for the splash, but Ortiz gets his foot up, and he rolls up Jay one, two, kick out at the last second. Jay goes for a super kick. Ortiz catches his foot in Seguri by Jay, but he misses. Ortiz quickly tags in Santana. He's up to the top. Ortiz gets Jay set up. Powerbomb blockbuster combo. That's it. They cover the count. One, two. Jimmy's in to break it up. What a match this has been. Santana picks Jay up, going for the three amigos. There's one. There's two. But on the third, Jay rolls him up. One, two, kick out. Jay hits him with a super kick as they're both getting up. Both men struggle. They make the tag. We got Jimmy and Ortiz now in the match, and they're just brawling. It is really breaking down here. Jimmy finally gets the advantage, gets Ortiz to the corner in a seated position, comes in with a huge hip attack. Jimmy sees Jay starting to stir. They throw up the one finger. Could be the one D here. They shoot Ortiz off the ropes, but Jay gets pulled to the outside of the ring by Santana, and Ortiz gets lifted up, but he turns into a sunset flip. One, two, three. That's it. Santana and Ortiz have retained. They have stolen this one, you could say. Thanks to a distraction from Taz, Ortiz getting involved on the outside. Right place, right time for Santana uh, to take Jay out of the match. Ortiz rolls up. Jimmy gets the win to open Living on the Edge. We head backstage to the gorilla position. We see Caleb Braxton is with the nature boy, Rick <laughs> Flair. She asked him why he decided to turn to rest, return to wrestling and align himself with The Miz. Flair says it's very simple. He sees a lot of himself in The Miz, and with a little extra guidance, Miz is on his way right back to the top. And about that time, Miz and Maurice enter the frame, and they're clapping. Miz puts his arm around Rick, and he says, That's exactly right. Me and the Nate, side by side. Kayla looks at Rick and asks if he took offense to what Jeff Jarrett said last week and why Rick isn't the one actually stepping back in the ring, since, after all, he did just compete and defeat Jeff Jarrett recently. 
But as Rick's about to answer, Miz jumps in and he says, Rick doesn't need to wrestle. He doesn't need to prove anything to anyone. Like he said, the Nate is here to guide the Miz. And tonight, he is going to guide him to the win. Awesome! Three of them turn, walk out, and here they come to the ring in all their glory. The Miz, his lovely wife Maurice, and I guess his mentor, the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Here comes a man who, like he said last week, he got beat by Ric Flair not that long ago, and he's certainly willing to admit it, but he thinks Ric should have left it alone. But nonetheless, the last outlaw, Jeff Jarrett, making another pay-per-view appearance for the Revolution brand. Bell sounds. This one is underway. Very technical matchup to start with. Traditional wrestling, headlocks, hammerlocks, that sort of thing. Jarrett wrestles the Miz down uh, with his face to the mat. He starts slapping the Miz in the back of the head. Miz is incredibly frustrated, and so is Ric Flair on the outside of the ring. Finally, they're back up. Lock up again. Jarrett with the headlock. Miz shoots him off the ropes. Shoulder tackle by Jarrett. Off the ropes. Miz with a drop down. Leapfrog. And Jarrett, instead of hitting the ropes again, he rolls under the bottom rope. Turns Ric Flair around and punches him right square in the face. <laughs> Jarrett is strutting around on the outside. Miz is upset in the ring. Flair gets up. He's beside himself. He rips off his jacket and his tie. He wants a piece of Jeff Jarrett, but the referee is holding him back. Several minutes go by in this match. Things have finally set it down. Seems like we're headed towards the end of this one. It's been a battle between these two. And, and it's a battle, really, of like finishers. We've got both men utilizing the figure four. One calling the move the skull-crushing finale. The other calling it the stroke. I mean, let's see who's successful here. The Miz, he's got Jared in position looking for the it kicks. But, of course, he misses the last one. Jared with the roll-up one. To kick out, but Jeff catches Miz with a beautiful drop kick. Jarrett now looking to lock in the figure four, but as he does, Flair is up on the apron. Jeff breaks it, heads over towards Rick, but here comes the ref to get in between them. Miz closely follows, gets behind Jarrett, but Jarrett hits a low blow on the Miz. The referee didn't see it. Miz goes down, but now the ref turns around. He goes to check on the Miz. Meanwhile, Jarrett grabs his guitar. Looks like he is measuring Miz. But from behind, Ric Flair gets in the ring. He's got brass knucks, and he cracks Jeff Jarrett in the face with him. Quickly rolls out of the ring before the referee turns around. Miz starts coming to, and he rolls over. The ref is down to make the count. One, two, three. The Miz and Ric Flair seems like a match made in heaven have stolen this win from Double J. Ric Flair using the same tactic he used in his last match against Jeff, knocking him out with the Nucks and allowing the Miz to pick up the win. All right, as we continue on here from one player to another, it's time for our next championship match. This one for the women's championship. And here comes the queen, Charlotte Flair. Making her return recently to the Revolution, Brandon. She's had gold on her mind ever since. She's going to have a hard time capturing it. As here comes the former champ. Once her strap back, it is Shayna Baszler. Shayna was such a dominant champion until Charlotte returned and attacked her, which allowed our new Women's champion Britt Baker to use her call-your-shot opportunity 
to take advantage and steal the title from Shayna Baszler. Nonetheless, triple threat match, no countouts, no DQs, one pin or one submission is going to get it done here. The bell sounds, and these three ladies are just going at it. They could barely wait for this one to get underway. They cannot stand each other. After a few minutes of tangling up and trying to roll each other up multiple times, Charlotte gets free. Double spear on Britt and Shayna. Charlotte is fired up here. She lines up Britt. Hits that signature flare knee drop. She lines up Shayna, but as she does, I'm sorry, as she does, uh, Shayna picks the leg, rolls Charlotte over, and she gets the ankle lock on Charlotte. Charlotte's trying to find out, but here comes Britt Baker, hits the stomp on Charlotte as she's in a precarious position. Goes for the pin, gets a one count, Shayna pulls her off. Shayna tries to pin herself. There's a one count, but Britt pulls her off. The two start arguing. They start throwing haymakers. Real animosity between these three ladies. Britt shoots Shayna off the ropes, catches her with a big boot. Britt picks Shayna up, going for the air raid crash, but Charlotte's back in and hits Britt with a big boot. What is it going to take to create some separation in this match? We head down the final stretch here after a few false finishes. Britt and Shayna are going at it. Britt dives off the second rope, looking for a clothesline, but Shayna catches her. Kirafuda clutch. She's got it locked in on the champ, taking Britt down to the map. Britt is in a really bad way here. She fights her way finally to the ropes, but there's no DQ. There's no rope break. Shayna has got this move locked in. But Britt using the ropes to pull herself up as soon as soon as she makes it to her feet. There's Charlotte on the top rope. Big moonsault taking out both Britt and Shayna, all three women down in the center of the ring. They struggle to their feet, start trading blows back and forth. Shayna catches Britt with a martial arts blitz, taking her to her knees. Charlotte follows behind. Natural selection on Britt Baker, but before she can make the cover... Uh, yeah, Shayna grabs Charlotte in the Kirafuda clutch. She's got it locked in deep. Gets Charlotte down to her knees, but Charlotte as well fights her way up, runs across the ring to create some momentum. Backpack stunner by Charlotte to break up the hold. She's getting up. So is Britt. Britt grabs Charlotte for the air raid crash. Charlotte slips down the back, picks the leg, hooks the figure four on the champ. She can't quite bridge it into a figure eight, though, because Britt has a lot of fight in her. Britt makes it to the ropes, uses the ropes as leverage to roll over and reverse the pressure. Both ladies are turned in the opposite way. Wait, from the crowd, there, here comes Chelsea Green. She gets in the ring, stomp on Charlotte Flair. Remember, no DQ. Shayna gets up, spins Chelsea around. Chelsea lands a super kick, follows it up with an unprettier to Shayna Baszler. Britt to the second rope. Chelsea picks Charlotte up. Pittsburgh Sunrise by Britt Baker. All of this is legal. Nothing the ref can do except count the pin. There it is. One, two, three. The champ has retained in a very controversial fashion thanks to her best friend Chelsea Green. What a match that was. You hate for it to end that way. Nonetheless, Britt Baker and Chelsea Green, they're celebrating as they walk up the ramp. But Chelsea blindsides Britt! Chelsea just jumps on Britt Baker and is taking her out. What is going on? That's her best friend. What are you doing, Chelsea? Refs and security are out here to try to break this up, but Chelsea breaks free, hits the stomp on Britt Baker right on the ramp. What is this all about? Chelsea Green has attacked Britt Baker after helping her win the match. Man. 
She really is a hot mess. My goodness. Did not expect that. Don't know wow. What, don't know what that was all about. My goodness. Wow. <clears throat> Wrestling has more than one royal Now we turn our attention to a dream match. Certainly one we thought we'd never see, but here we go. The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. It's a pay-per-view. We upped our budget tonight. All right, here we go. Cody has made this challenge because Sting, obviously, is one of his all-time favorite wrestlers. He just wanted to see if he could measure up. Here comes the man. We're about to find out the answer to that question. As we await Sting's arrival. Where is he? Cody's looking around. Cody's ready. All of a sudden, the lights start flickering. A spotlight hits. Here comes Sting from the rafters. Sting is descending from the top of the arena. The fans are going wild. Cody does not know what to think. My goodness. The two men finally stand face to face in the ring as the bell sounds. Sting is incredibly stoic. He has not taken his eyes off of Cody Rose. And you can see Sting say, you wanted Sting? You wanted the man? You got it. Be careful what you wish for, kid. The crowd is in a frenzy. Sting sends out a warning to Cody. The mind games last week repelling from the ceiling tonight. This is not just Sting stepping in the ring. This is the icon, Sting. The two men lock up. Cody gets a headlock. He gets shot off the ropes. Shoulder block takes Sting down off the ropes. Sting with a drop down. Leapfrog. Another leapfrog. And a patented Sting drop kick. And another one. Look at the height as he takes Cody to the outside. Sting is beating his chest and is fired up as Cody is just not sure what to think. Cody gets back in the ring. Things finally settle down. A few minutes go by in the match. Cody's starting to gain the advantage, but Sting is starting to fight back. He shoots Cody off the ropes. Sting lowers his head, but Cody drops down, hits that upper kick, but it doesn't face Sting. Cody doesn't know it because he's turned around. Finally, he's face-to-face with Sting. The icon flexes those muscles, does his signature howl. Cody hits a chop. Nothing. Another chop doesn't phase him. Sting starts the overhand chops of his own, rocks Cody back to the ropes. Sting shoots Cody off, catches him, gorilla press over his head, slamming Cody to the mat. Sting off the ropes, big time flying clothesline. Sting whips Cody to the turnbuckle. Here he comes, Stinger splash. Nobody home. Cody's out of the way. Sting staggers back. Cody catches him. Crossroads. He got him the cover. One, two, shoulder up by the Stinger. Several more minutes go by. Cody's in full control, but he just can't seem to put Sting away. Here goes Cody. He's got the figure four locked in on the Stinger. Sting has felt this move so many times throughout his career, but it doesn't make it any less painful today. Sting in a bad way. Ref counts the shoulders. One, two, Sting's up, but he's back down. He's worn out. Ref counts again. One, 
two. Stings back up again just barely, though. The fans are starting to rally. Sting raises up. He starts beating his chest. He's turning the leverage over. Sting gets him turned. The leverage has been flipped on this one. But wait a minute. Sting's readjusting again. He sits up. Scorpion Deathlock. Sting has turned it into a Scorpion Deathlock. It is locked in tight, but Cody makes it to the ropes. As Cody gets up, Sting shoots him off the ropes. Cody, Cody with a springboard, hits a disaster kick. Staggers Sting. He gets back up. Cody catches him. Snap power slam by Cody. He's measuring Sting. Sting's getting up. Cody scales the buckles, looking for the Cody cutter. Sting catches him in midair. Scorpion death drop. The cover one, two, kick out at the last second by Cody Rhodes. What a match this has been. Both men struggling to their feet. Trade him blows. Cody starts rocking Sting. Shoots him off the ropes. Cody lowers his head. Sting grabs him, turns him around, has Cody in position for another death drop, but Cody jumps up, drops behind Sting, has him locked. Crossroads! He keeps the grip. A second crossroads. The cover. One, two, shoulder up by Sting! Cody cannot believe it! Cody picks Sting up in frustration. Jab, jab, jab. Rolls it up. Bionic elbow, but as Sting's falling, Cody catches him. Crossroads again. The cover. One, two, three. Cody Rhodes. What a match. Surviving against the icon Sting in one of the toughest matches, undoubtedly, in his whole career. Cody helps Sting to his feet. The two men embrace. What a show of respect between these two. You think you know me? Well, from two legendary competitors to another one, here comes the rated R superstar in hopes to win his 32nd, I didn't stutter, 32nd career championship, the most of anyone in the history of the wrestling business. But it is going to be a tall task because our Intercontinental Champion is a very formidable opponent. Of course, I'm talking about Andrade, accompanied by Zelina Vega. And of course, you know where these two are. You can imagine the Lucha Brothers aren't very far behind. All right, the bell sounds. We are underway here. Both men are sizing each other up, trading blows. Andrade's off the rope. Spear by Edge. He hit it. The cover. One, two. Zelina Vega pulls Andrade out from under the ropes. Edge is furious, as he should be. The ref is trying to get some order here, but here comes Penta and Phoenix, just as predicted. Edge sees them, but here comes Christian, closely following behind. Christian takes out Penta. Phoenix springs board into the ring. Edge hits him with a spear in midair. Here comes additional referees to try to get Christian and the Lucha Bros out of here so we can have a fair matchup. But that gave Andrade time to recover. He catches Edge. Hammerlock DDT. The cover. One, two. Shoulder up at the last second by Edge. Man, that was a close one. Several minutes go by here. Andrade has Edge down in the corner going for the double knees. But Edge catches him coming in, lifts him up. Huge spine buster on Andrade. Both men make it to their feet. Andrade whips Edge to the ropes, lowers his head. Edge catches him in Paler DDT. The cover, one, two, kick out. 
Ed starts running his hands through his hair. Looks like he's going to that place. Sets up in the corner for the spear. But here comes Penta and Phoenix again. And Christian and a host of security and referees are close behind. They're trying to maintain order. The referee in the ring is distracted. Here goes Edge for the spear. Andrade leapfrogs as Edge comes through. Zelina Vega cracks Edge with a steel chair. Edge staggers around. Hammerlock DDT by Andrade. The ref recovers. Not this way. One, two, three. Andrade picks up the big win in controversial fashion thanks to the death triangle. Wow, what a night of action we have seen so far as we get ready for our next matchup. Speaking of the Intercontinental Championship, we will see a championship contenders match coming up this week on Revolution. The winner will get a shot at Andrade. It'll be between Cody Rhodes and Daniel Bryan. We will also see Randy Orton return to action as well as get an update, hopefully, on the medical condition of our women's champion, Dr. Britt Baker. But right now, one of the most anticipated showdowns we will see here on the Revolution brand, a rivalry that seemingly has been building from the beginning comes to a head tonight. Here comes our general manager, Stone Cold Steve Austin, getting back in the ring for the first time since WrestleMania in Dallas. And for those who think this is going to be a cakewalk, who think this guy isn't great competition, just look at his history. The man just seems to find a way to win. Just He gets it done, always ready. Matt Cardona. But of course, he is not alone. He's accompanied by his wife, Chelsea Green, who we still need to get some answers from, by the way. And of course, the major players, Brian Myers, Smart Mark Sterling. Stone Cold Steve Austin is outnumbered here, but the bell sounds. We're underway. Cardona is just sticking in his corner. Austin is trying to go after him, but the ref is holding him back. So Cardona comes out from the ropes. Austin turns his back to say something to Brian Myers. Here comes Cardona from behind. He starts beating down on Steve Austin. Cardona gets him down in the corner, sets up for the broski boot, charges in, but Austin catches his foot, stands up, spins Cardona around, kick to the gut, stunner! Austin hits the <laughs> stunner. He starts bad-mouthing Cardona, and he's pounding away on him. Cardona finally staggers to his feet, kick to the gut, stunner by Austin, the cover, one, two, three, that is it, <laughs> Steve Austin picks up the win in dramatic fashion against Matt Cardona, he is celebrating, he is calling for the beers, he opens one up and he starts pouring it on top of Matt Cardona. But Myers and Sterling jump in and they attack Steve, Chelsea is in now. Austin gets the advantage. Stunner on Myers. Stunner on Sterling. Chelsea's in. She slaps Austin in the face. Austin looks around. Kick to the gut. Stunner on Chelsea Green. He picks Cardona up. Another stunner on Matt Cardona. Steve Austin has dominated tonight against the major players. He is celebrating with a couple of well-deserved Steve Weisers here. But from behind, somebody has jumped Steve Austin. Who is this? What is going on? 
Steve Austin is getting laid out. What is this? The man takes down his hood. It's Roman Reigns. The tribal chief is here. You can hear him yelling, you want me? You want me? Here I am, Austin. Reigns mounts Austin and just starts pounding away on him. He picks up Austin, hits a big spear, and he grabs him again. He puts the guillotine choke on our general manager. Finally, referees and security are in to try to break this one up. Roman lets it go. The tribal chief has officially returned. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Like, we haven't seen him in a long time. He didn't need to attack Steve, but here's Roman Reigns, ladies and gentlemen. He's not going to get fired. He showed up just like Austin requested. We'll have to see what comes out of this one. All right. It is now time for our main event. Here comes our number one contender, winning a triple threat match against Matt Riddle and Daniel Bryan. Taz is closely following him. It's Tommaso Ciampa. You know it's all about the And here comes our world champion, Adam Cole, baby. And here comes Fish and O'Reilly with him, showing some solidarity here. They stop at the bottom of the ramp. They do the undisputed era pose, but Cole gives them both fist bumps and says he's got this. He sends them to the back. I mean, Cole knows the task at hand. He knows the aces and eights are lurking, but he's a fighting champion. He is willing to take them on. Mike Rome does our championship introductions. The bell sounds. Here we go. We are underway. Two men lock up, jockeying for position. Cole with a side headlock to the ropes. Shoulder tackle takes Champa down. Champa drops down, back up, lowers his head. Cole grabs him, throws him into the corner. Cole follows him in. Champa sidesteps, goes through the ropes, but Cole catches him, going for a backstabber, but Champa holds on. Cole eats the mat. Champa to the outside of the ring now. He drags Cole out with him, throws him into the steel steps. Champa picks Cole up, back suplex, but he drops him on the barricade. What a devastating move by Tommaso Champa. Champa now lines him up, follows it up with a huge knee to the side of the face of Adam Cole. Champa throws him back in the ring. He is very much in control here as several minutes go by in the match. Adam Cole finally starting to show some life. Champa is reeling. Cole off the ropes. Champa connects with a huge knee to the face, covers him one. Two, kick out. Champa setting up Cole now for the fairy tale ending, but Cole escapes. Going for the Yushigoroshi, but Champa slips behind. Crucifix rolls over. He's got the Fujiwara armbar locked in. What a counter by Tommaso Champa. But Cole turns the advantage, rolls him up, shoulders down. One, two, kick out by Champa. He's up, charges in, bicycle kick by Adam Cole, rocking the challenger. Hits another one, still doesn't take him off his feet. Off the ropes, big clothesline turning Champa inside out here. Champa's getting up, Cole delivers a super kick, and another one. He pulls the knee pad down, hits the ropes, misses the last shot. Champa grabs him, Project Champa, he hit it, center of the ring, the cover, one, two, shoulder up. By Adam Cole. Man, that was a close one. Champa trying to recover, though. He gets Adam Cole, puts him 
outside of the ring, through the ropes. Looks like Willow's Bell is coming. But as Champa goes to deliver it, Cole rolls over jackknife cover. One, two, kick out. Cole delivers a super kick as they get up to their feet. And another one takes Champa to his knees. Hits the ropes. Last shot. There it is. The cover. One, two. Wait a minute. The ref gets pulled out. There's Bully Ray. What is this? Bully Ray has pulled the referee out. He is now up on the apron. Super kick by Adam Cole taking him down. But Taz on the other side tosses the title to Champa. Cole turns around. Belt to the face by Champa. Picks up Cole. Fairy tale ending. Not this way. Taz throws the ref in the ring. The cover. One, two, three. That is it. Are you kidding me? We have a new world heavyweight champion, Tommaso Ciampa. Adam Cole should have enlisted Fish and O'Reilly because it would have benefited him here at the end. We have a new champion, Tommaso Ciampa, on the Revolution brand. That is all for our show tonight. We will see you guys next week on Revolution. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> didn't expect that. Yeah. Uh, that was... Uh, <laughs> champa Champ, I like it. Yeah. But uh, short reign for Adam Cole, poor guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure well, he'll get another chance. Peek behind the curtain. Uh, this was not the original plan for this storyline, but mm-hmm. things have sort of... Taking a trip. Yeah. So they normally do. That normally, that normally happens. This was not what I had planned to happen, but here we are. Uh, Stone Cold squashing Matt Cardona was beautiful. Yes. That was amazing. And uh, Roman showing uh, up. Roman showing up and beating the crap out of Austin. So now we have some controversy with what Roman. Do? What show is he on? What's he going to do? What's he going to do? We'll full, full disclosure, everybody that's listening and might be concerned, Andy did not use Roman Reigns without permission. Yes. There's a reason. There's a reason why all this is happening. There's a reason. Just be patient. Yeah. Um, Sting and Cody was really good. I really enjoyed that. That was really, really good. Uh, yeah, great show, man. It was a Thanks. great show. Appreciate it. It was a lot. I felt like it was a good show, though. Yeah. I felt like it's two really good pay-per-views. Yeah. Uh, month number four. Hope you guys are digging what we're doing. I know we're digging it. If you guys aren't doing it, we're just having a blast. So it's fine. <laughs> but if you are digging it, give us some feedback at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. All right, that's going to do it. Be sure you check out our Friday show. Be sure you check out next week's episode of the PBWF. And like I said, give us some feedback. That's the best way that you know if we know. I'm going to try to talk. We know if you're digging what we're doing. All right. For Mr. Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. It's time to sign off here on this edition of PBWF. We will catch you guys down the road.